Welcome to Taking the Rams by the Horns, a podcast that takes current affairs out of current affairs. This is a podcast in partnership with Sowetan Live. I'm your host, Rams Mabote. South Africa is alive with possibilities. I mean, who would have imagined a former president in jail? A sitting president sleeping on cash, literally. A cabinet minister visiting a common prisoner in jail. Or even the post office operating, even when they have nothing to do. Can you confirm that delivery performances drop? Welcome to the new Sowetan Live podcast called Taking the Rams by the Horns with me, Rams Mabot. Each week, I will be taking a lighter look at very serious topics that half the time drive you up the wall. This podcast will use humor to take no prisoners, have no holy cows, and cook a whole lot of sacrificial lambs. First and foremost, congratulations to Bafana Bafana for reaching the semifinals of the African Cup of Nations. A feat never achieved since 2000. And to the haters, I don't give an association. This evening, President Cyril Ramaphosa will deliver his State of the Nation address. In today's episode, I write frankly to the President on a few things I think he should know. And here it goes. Dear Mr. President, how ironic that tonight you will start your speech by congratulating the national football team Bafana Bafana for their heroic performance at this year's edition of the AFCON, when half of the country did not even see part or all of the match because you said switched off the lights. I, for one, had to watch the game in Sentin Extension, normally called Alexandra, because at least there, your comrades have mastered the game of crossing their wires to make sure the lights are on. Your ESCOM called them Izinyoka, remember? They steal the lives of our children. They cast a shadow of gloom. They interrupt our quality of life. So, help us put these Izinyoka where they deserve to be. In a hole. I'm exaggerating. But I'm sure you get the drift. How dare you congratulate Bafana? when you were not interested in making sure we all watched them, at least legally. I can guarantee you that half of Nigeria in Sunnyside and Hillbrow did not really watch the game from legitimate connections. How much could your party of liberation lose its moral compass to switch off the lights during a football competition when there was no load shedding during the Rugby World Cup? But then again, this is the ANC that keeps in its ranks rogues mentioned in the Zondo Commission for stealing from us. Anyway, that is not the point of my letter to you, sir. The reason I'm penning this letter is to ask you why you still bother about the sauna. I mean, why is this facade still important to you? Does it still matter? So this evening, you will once again bring Cape Town to a standstill, the only time the city becomes dysfunctional. 
to make your way to the parliamentary chambers to deliver yet another one of your boring speeches. I'm told we are spending six and a half million rand for this charade. Really? For what exactly? Closing the streets of Cape Town? Listening to the SNDF choir in their discordant tunes? Catering? What exactly are we spending this money on? Why are you and your party of revolutionaries, the defenders of the revolution, still upholding this old tradition of the past rulers? Amazing how you are quick to remind us that we need to change the symbols of apartheid, but where it suits you for pomp and ceremony, you uphold one of the worst. I mean, have you seen how ridiculous you look walking into parliament led by a guy with a golden nokiri dressed in gold chains? Why do we still need a guy carrying a mace? What does it symbolize? What does it matter to you and your party? The fact that occasionally someone recites inaudible praise songs when you or your predecessors enter parliament is little consolation. And by the way, do you know how much this poses a danger to you? Does it ever occur to you that it was during this similar occasion in 1966 that H.R. Fevrut, the father of apartheid, the same apartheid you and your comrade fought so hard against, was assassinated by a nutcase called Dimitri Tafendas? While Fervult was enjoying the attention of his praise singers and was blinded by the stolen gold in the maze and the chains of the so-called sergeant in arms, Zafendas got his moment and plowed that knife into Fervult's evil body, thus saving us from one of the worst humans to live in this world. So, as you grimace in your imperfect postage smile, be careful. We do not know who is lurking in the chambers ready to save us from you. Of course, I hope not. But if you think about it, you could save us the agony and yourself a possible attack by choosing to deliver the sauna from the comfort of your home where electricity is always guaranteed. Besides, Mr. President, you know as well as I do that in spite of suspending the leaders of the economic freedom fighters, you are still going to be heckled by the men and women in red, the same way as they created a living hell for your predecessor. you can be sure that they will go for you again. The matter of Palapala is not going to be left comfortably under the mattress. And no amount of chastisement from the Speaker of the National Assembly is going to save you the discomfort. Order! 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 Honorable members of the EFF, you will respect anybody who is on the floor of this house. Honorable Speaker, I know... You will respect any speaker who is on the floor of this house. This would not have happened if you pimped this virtually from your home. Even if the EFF tried to interrupt you, someone could just simply mute them. In fact, this could even be done via artificial intelligence, which, as matters currently stand, is far more intelligent than some members of parliament. Better still, 
as a friend of mine suggested, you could have sent the sauna via WhatsApp. Do you know how much you could monetize the platform through advertising if you used it to reach 75 million South Africans and Nigerians through their phones, legit or stolen? This could be a chance to make money for government instead of spending it on misplaced pomp and ceremony. But no, we are going to have the sauna because you love spectacle and you and your party are not ashamed of the embarrassment of endorsing symbols of apartheid and of spending taxpayers' money. And now I hear that Parliament has vowed to be strict against any disruptions of your address and that it is also insisting on decorum for people to dress in a way that befits the status of Parliament. <laughs> Put a sock in it, Mr. President. Why don't you come out clear that you don't want members of Parliament to wear overalls and aprons? You know why you won't say that? It is because back in your own homes, you are happy with your domestic workers and gardeners in aprons and overalls. Now you cannot be seen to be vilifying the same uniforms that back home you not only embrace, but actually buy for your workers. And please save us the twiddle about decorum. Where was the decorum when in his penguin suit, Boy Mamabolo, an ANC MP was reminded rudely of his poor sense of dress. Honorable Speaker, we have um, the rules of the house. All the members. We have the rules of the house. Honorable member, this is not a perfect wedding. On what rule are you rising? On what rule? Honorable Josie, take your seat. And let us not forget that only a few years ago, as Minister of Public Enterprises, the man back carrying friend of the Shibin Kings of Saxon World, Malusi Kikaba, once came to Sona dressed as an airline captain. The South African Airways never lived to see the light of day ever since. There are other members of your party that came in ostrich feathers, others in curtains, and some look like parachutes. And never were we told of decorum. So, Mr. President, decorum is the one thing your parliament should never remind us of. But all this does not matter, Mr. President. The only reason Sona is trending is because Bafana lost last night. Otherwise, this would be a non-event. In a manner of speaking, some of us are using this as a comic relief from that painful loss to Nigeria. Friendly, Mr. President, if tonight you do not do something drastic, like announce the date of the next election, you will not save us the ignominy. Another update on more entrepreneurs you have created from the 350 grant won't cut it. This exercise is not better than the fake Lobola negotiation celebration of that woman who is not my relative, Kifilo Mabote. Unlike you, Kifilo made herself money out of this lie. She may have as many detractors as you, but at least she did not spend 6.5 million rand of hard-earned taxpayers' money to do so. If anything, she may just have earned herself that kind of money. What a pity I was not part of the fake Lobola negotiation team. I could have at least claimed the uncle's head of the designer cows.
how I wish this 21 gun salute could be used to shut down the nonsense we are about to experience tonight. Maybe, just maybe, Mr. President, that could save us the displeasure and allow the millions of Nigerians in our midst the time to enjoy the moment by threshing Sunnyside and Hillbrook. Thank you for listening to this episode of Taking the Rams by the Horns. Please send your comments to me via email on rams at ramsmabote.com. Let me know what you think of the podcast. Please share your views on why Sona must go. Download the MySowetin app and listen to more of my podcasts. We are also on Spotify. Follow us on X at Rams by the Horns and at Sowetin Live. From me, Rams Mabote, goodbye and God bless.